I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hey friend, and welcome to The Business of Thinking Big. I'm your host and business coach, Leanne, and I can't wait to get started with you today. Now, before we go any further, I wanted to share another listener review. This one is from Roya L., who says, Leanne has such a positive energy, and she brings in guests that can help you move forward in your business. Whether you're a busy parent trying to juggle parenthood and work, or you just want helpful resources and tips for leveling up. Well, thank you so much, Roya. And it really makes me smile that you are enjoying the positive energy and you're enjoying the guests because it is all about helping you move forward in your business. You know that's what I'm all about. And if you're listening to this and you want to make my day, you can head on over to wherever you listen to podcasts and scroll down so you can rate and review this show. It would honestly make my day. And I promise you, you will get a little shout out on the show as well. So today we're talking about how to close more sales. It's a subject that is near and dear to my heart because I do feel like most women, especially lots of humans, but mostly women really shy away from sales. They feel like sales feels icky and they don't want to be salesy and they don't want to feel pushy. And I totally understand that feeling because when I first started out in sales over 20 years ago now, I felt the exact same way. I really struggled with making offers. I really struggled with connecting with my clients and asking them to pay money for what I was selling. But the good news is I spent many, many years practicing that skill. And now I would say I am truly an expert at selling. And I want to share with you some of my best tips in the next 20 minutes or so. This is going to be a short but powerful episode. Let me start by saying that I see two major problems when people say, you know, I'm not making the kind of sales I want to be making in my business, or I'm not making the kind of money I want to be making in my business. There's usually one of two big problems. Problem number one is we're not creating enough sales opportunities. If you have an online business, that would be your primary sales mechanism, such as a webinar or a video series. But if you have more of an old school or one-to-one business, then those sales opportunities are typically conversations. For 80% of you listening to this, you might not be creating enough of those sales conversations. So that's problem number one that I see. Problem number two that I see is we're not closing enough sales in those conversations. And typically that's because we are failing to do something that's very important, which I'll get to in a little bit. But let's look at these two problems really closely today. And I'm going to give you the tools to overcome these problems. So again, if problem number one is happening for you, meaning you're just not creating enough opportunities to sell, people aren't reaching out, they're not booking calls with you, they're not coming to learn from you. If that's not happening, then that's really a marketing problem. 
It's not a sales problem. It's a marketing problem. It means that your marketing is off and you are not generating quality leads. So if that's the case, I want you to go to the last episode where I talked about how to generate quality leads. I did that just recently. I promise you there's tons of great golden nuggets in there that if you go and listen right now, you will start to change this problem right away. You'll start to be able to generate more leads. That's what you need to do. If you're struggling with not getting enough sales calls, it is a marketing issue and you got to go and create better marketing. Go listen to that episode. We will link to it in the show notes. But if you're experiencing more of that problem number two, you're connecting with these people, but you're just not closing the sale, then that is what this episode is all about. And I see this time and again, I see a lot of reasons why people are not closing sales. Here are some of the basic reasons I see. Number one, they're not connecting in these conversations. They're talking, but they're not building a connection or building rapport. Number two, I see people really struggle when it comes to talking about their offer. They don't have a practiced and polished pitch. They're tripping over their words. It sounds really awkward. Number three, they're not even getting to the pitch. They just not even telling people what it is they sell. Number four, I see people trying to sell too many different things. At the end of a conversation, they're not directing people to one specific offer. So as you can see, there's lots of things that can go wrong in a sales conversation. So I want to give you a few really strong strategies to help you create powerful sales conversations that convert. And I want you to know that if you're listening to this thinking, I don't converse with my clients, I'm going to say that might be part of the problem. Even if you have an online business, if you're solely relying on webinars to grow your business and it's not happening, maybe you need to be having more one-to-one sales conversations. I know that even the top online business owners, depending on what they're selling, they still often offer up the opportunity to speak with people one-on-one within their launch because they know that's the way that they can connect individually with people who will buy. So I hope you're not sitting up there on your high horse thinking I'm too good or too advanced for sales calls because the truth is if you don't master this skill, there are a lot of things that aren't going to work out well in your business. Mastering the ability to sell in conversations is a very powerful tool in your toolkit. So I'm going to walk you through some things that I think if you start to think more like this and apply this to your sales conversations, you should start to see your sales go up. Okay. So as I said, problem number two is that you're not closing sales. What's really happening, let me be really blunt here, is that you are not showing your person how you can solve their problem. Okay. And there could be a number of reasons why that's happening. But at the end of the day, if you're not showing someone how you can absolutely solve their problem in a sales conversation, they're not going to buy. People are results driven. They want to know that you are the person that can get them to that one and only desired end result that they have. And if you're doing that, if you're showing them, I am that person, I can get you there or my offer can get you there, then they're going to buy. But if you're not seeing them buy, that's because for whatever reason, you are failing to show them that you and your offer will solve their problem. So here are some of the things that need to happen in your sales conversation to change that. The first thing you need to do is you got to get them to state the problem. And a big mistake I see people make is they start talking nervously in sales calls, but they don't actually need to do a lot of talking. 
If you're doing your job right, the other person is talking way more. You've got to get them to open up and talk about what the problem is that they are having. And the more emotional they get, the better job you are doing. If someone is highly emotional, if they're really struggling with this problem, it tells you that there is a massive opportunity and that their demand for what you have is high. So you actually want that. You don't want them to stay surface. You want them to tell you, this is what I'm struggling with in as much detail as possible. So a good open-ended question might be, why don't you tell me what's really going on? Just start the call with a nice, juicy, open-ended question and let them take the conversation where they need to go. Inevitably, they will take it to where the biggest pain point lies, and that's what you want. Once they start doing this, you want to ask them a question like, and how is that impacting your life? Essentially, what we want to know is, why does this matter? Why does solving this problem matter to them? How is that going to change things? You want to, again, get to the emotional heart of the issue. You want to help them see that this is a big problem and it's time to invest in solving this problem. But if you stay surface and if you just let them answer really quickly, if you start talking at them, you're not going to get there. So, When you open the sales conversation, be ready to do a little digging. You might have to ask three or four questions until you land on the money spot, until you land on the real heart of the issue, okay? So for example, if I'm talking to someone whose business isn't growing the way they want to, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper. What I might uncover is that they're feeling like a failure. They're feeling like if they don't solve this problem this year... They will never have the successful business they want. They may have to go out and get a day job, which I know for many of my people is like the worst case scenario. So you want to get to the emotional heart of why this matters. And then you want to ask them what it is they want instead, right? Now that they've illustrated all the things that aren't working, start to get them feeling that feeling of hope that feeling of desire, that feeling of anything's possible. So you want to ask them a question like, if I could wave a magic wand and solve this problem for you, tell me what would that look like? And ideally, if you're doing this on a Zoom call, which I recommend, you're going to see their smile. You're going to see their face light up. You're going to see a return to where they want to be, which is that hopeful, positive, forward-moving state, right? You want to create that juxtaposition between the problem that they're facing now, which is not good, and the where they want to be, which is amazing. You want to create that kind of energy and dynamic in this conversation. And trust me, it does take time, but you can absolutely get there. And those two questions that I shared with you, you know, what's going on right now? And where do you really want to be if I could wave that magic wand? Those are two of my very best sales questions. You'll notice at this point in the conversation, you might be 10, 15, even 20 minutes in, and you haven't sold a single thing. Repeat, you have not sold a single thing. All you have done is help this person uncover what is wrong and how that's affecting them and why it's important they change it. The more emotional work you do on the front end of your call, the less you have to sell, which is what I know you don't like to do. (laughs) I know you don't want to be salesy or pushy, so spend more time asking, uncovering, being curious about them. Show them that you care. Start showing empathy. Yeah, I know how hard that can be. I felt that way too. 
when I was in your shoes, or I know I, I work with a lot of women who struggle with this very thing, but don't worry, this problem is solvable. You start to give them those feelings of hope. You start to let them know that you are the hope. You are the solution, right? So I'm going to repeat these things that you need to do. Help them state the problem, help them state why that matters, and then get them sharing what they want instead. You're getting them to illustrate that problem gap that we talked about in the last episode when it comes to generating leads. You're already speaking about this in your marketing, but now you're speaking about it one-on-one with your customers. Don't be afraid to go deep here because the deeper you go, the more connected they will feel, especially if you just be quiet. Hold that space for them to work through their problems. I mean, I always say, after all, when was the last time someone asked you about your problems? It doesn't happen very often. It's pretty rare that we get the opportunity to talk about what's not working. Unless you're working with a coach or a therapist, we're usually not doing much of that in our personal lives. So when you do this for someone, when you just offer them the opportunity to work through mentally some of what's going on, they start to see you as their best friend. They start to see you as that expert guide, someone who they really trust because you've held that space for them. So it's important that the whole first half of your conversation, maybe even the first 60 or 70% is just you listening to them and honoring what they're going through, honoring and holding space for their big goals and dreams. Okay. If you've done that right, then the last part of the conversation should be easy. Because again, they've done the heavy lifting. You don't need to do it. You don't need to tell them all about the problems you solve and why it's important you solve them. You don't need to do any of that because they've done that emotional work first. Your job now is just to swoop in like Wonder Woman and let them know that you are the person that can solve that problem. So here's where you're going to tell them how you can help and then you're going to tell them what that costs. Okay, keep this part simple. Don't feel like you need to add a lot of credibility here. You've already done that, hopefully, with your marketing, right? You've hopefully sprinkled into this conversation maybe a few credibility nuggets by this point in time, or again, sprinkled that into your marketing. They already know you. They already know that you're someone who can solve the problem. So you probably don't have to do that that much. You're just going to explain how you can help and explain to them what that costs. So when you're explaining how you can help, this is where you're sharing the offer. And notice I said the offer and not the many offers. This is one big mistake that I see people make. I don't want you telling them all about the gold, silver, and the bronze package and letting them go off on their own and choose. You need to show that you've listened, and then your job is to tell them the one offer that you have that is best suited to their needs. Let me repeat, the one offer that you have that is best suited to their needs. Not every single thing that you sell. You don't have to start talking about every client that you've helped. That's not needed here because you have a powerful sales process. You're just going to tell them what the offer is. So if that's your one-on-one VIP service, you need to describe that in 60 seconds or less. I'm going to say, it shouldn't take you 10 minutes to talk about your process. They don't really care that much. (laughs) Remember, they're in this conversation because they have a problem they need solved. So describe the offer, tell them what's included, 
if there's sort of a chronological process to it, walk them through from beginning to end what that looks like. So when I work with someone in A players, I let them know it's a 90-day program. I let them know that it starts with a full day group strategy jam, that there's eight group calls over the course of the 90 days, that they get this many touch points with me. That's my job. In that 60 seconds or less, I'll give you a little bit of grace. If it takes you two or three minutes, but you're doing it really well, that's okay. If you're going down rabbit holes and you're taking them in too many different directions, that's not okay. Bring it back. Tell them the offer and then tell them what it costs. And if you struggle with this, I'm going to encourage you, start recording your sales conversations. This is one of the most educational things you can do to make more money. And I see like 3% of the people I ever speak to, they ever do this. (laughs) 97% of the people are out there leaving money on the table because they're not willing to listen back to their own sales conversations and ask themselves, where could I be doing a better job? If you seem not confident if your offer is not clear and compelling, if you feel awkward when you're talking about the price tag, I'm going to tell you that they are not going to buy. But you need to see that for yourself. You need to be willing to see what is happening, where things are going wrong, so that you can improve upon your sales conversations. And I've given you a great blueprint today. This last strategy that I'm sharing with you about describing the offer and then telling them what it costs, this is really closing the sale. And most people aren't doing this. They're just getting vague and then they're getting off the call. Or I see people say, I'm going to send you a proposal via email because they don't know how to describe their offer. They haven't done this work. But I'm going to tell you, nobody buys from an email. People buy because they've made a heart-to-heart connection with you. And you have done at this point, here's the deal, You have done so much work. Go back to the last episode where we talked about speaking to your people on your social media, inviting them to take that next step, bringing them to your webinar or workshop or lead magnet, and then you're getting them to the sales conversation. And then you're having this great conversation and you get them to this amazing point, this pinnacle. I mean, what a waste of energy. Why are we doing this? You got to remember that at this point, your person is invested. Your person is digging you. They're loving what you're talking about. They want more of it. You are doing yourself and them a disservice if you do not make an offer at this point. I'm not kidding. Not only that, but you're just wasted hours and hours of your own time trying to generate leads. I mean, what are you generating the leads for if you're not willing to close them? This is really about asking for the sale. And let me tell you, I know your concern is I might be too pushy, but on a scale, I love this. I love this analogy. On a scale of one to 10, one being you're not selling anything at all, and 10 being like the slimiest, cheesiest used car salesman, like picture that as like the pinnacle of pushy sales, right? If that's a 10 and a one is not selling anything at all, most of my people are probably around a three. Like most of you are so not even close to pushy that I don't understand why you're fearing it because you're nowhere near there. Trust me, if you cross that line, you will know. (laughs) If you're putting people off because your energy is desperate, you'll know, you'll feel that. But this is not desperate because you're guiding them through. You're helping them see that they have a problem, that they want a solution, and then you're simply offering your solution. I mean, that's why they call it an offer. (laughs) 
and not a tell or a force or a demand. You're not demanding they buy. You're simply offering them a solution to their problem. And here's what I can tell you. Most people don't want to speak to 10 different people and get 10 different solutions. Why would they want to do all that work when your solution is sitting right there? It's there for the taking, but you have to have the courage to offer it. You have to have the courage to ask for the sale. And I guarantee if you start to implement this process, you will find people are grateful you've made the offer. They're grateful and they're happy to consider the offer. They might say yes right then and there. And that's amazing when that happens. Or they might say, I got to think about it, but thank you, right? I'm really interested. Let me think about it and I'll get back to you ASAP. Now, there's other things that we can do in terms of creating scarcity and creating urgency, basically increasing our chances of making the sale. There's lots of things that we can do there. I'm not going to go into all that in this episode. I simply wanted to share with you that if you are not closing the amount of sales you want to be closing, it's most likely because you're not illustrating that you can solve their problem and you're not asking for the sale. You're simply not closing and you're expecting this person to close themselves. So I'm hoping that what I've shared with you today is a little inspiring I'm hoping there's some strategies in here that you can see, yeah, I could be doing that better. Again, if you think you could be creating more sales conversations, go back and listen to that episode about generating quality leads. But if you're having those sales conversations and you'd like to increase those conversion rates, right? Increase the number of people who are actually saying yes to your offers, then find something in this episode. Choose one thing that you want to try to improve this week right? In your very next sales call. If you notice you're talking too much out of nervousness, then maybe that's where you want to improve. If you notice you're not getting them to the place where they feel like they've talked through their problems, then maybe you need to ask better questions. Or if you're getting them talking, but you're not able to close, maybe you want to spend a little time rehearsing your pitch. What is the offer? What does it cost? Practice that, record that, watch it back, do it again until you feel confident with how you're selling. You should watch your own pitch and go, damn, I'm good. I sound really smart. I really want to buy that. If you're not feeling that, then guess what? You got a little work to do and that's okay. When I watch me sell, when I listen back to a sales conversation or I watch one of my previous webinars, sometimes, you know, if I look way back, I kind of cringe, right? It feels awkward. And But now when I watch the webinars I've done from say the last six months or so, I've really improved in this. And this is the same exact skill. Whether you're selling in a conversation or a webinar, it's the same skill, the ability to make an offer, talk about the price, Feel really great about what you're selling because you know that it's going to help people. And that, my friends, is the secret. If you can create that, you will 100% start to see your sales conversations get better. You should start to see your conversion rates go up, which at the end of the day should make your business more profitable, which is what I want for you. So once again, I hope you found value in this episode. Go out, do what it takes, improve those sales conversations so that you can have a more successful business this year. Thanks for being here. Hey. 
Hey friend, if you've enjoyed this conversation and you are looking to generate more quality leads and make more sales in 2021, then I invite you to attend my new free training all about this subject. It's happening on Wednesday, February 3rd, and we are going to dive deep into this area because I know that if I can help you make more sales, it has the ability to change your entire business. We're going to do a deep dive into why you're not making the sales that you want to make. And I'm going to give you some simple, actionable steps that you can take right away to start increasing your leads, getting higher caliber leads, and how to convert those leads into real life paying customers. Once again, the training's happening Wednesday, February 3rd. If you'd like to attend, I encourage you to head on over to mamasandco.com slash training. That's mamasandco.com slash training. I can't wait to see you there.